0: Thomas Sparrow is our correspondent in Europe today, political correspondent for Deutsche Welle, based in Berlin. Hello, Thomas.
1: Hello, Catherine. Nice to talk to you again.
0: I'm very relieved to hear that this hostage situation involving a child at Hamburg airport has been resolved, has it?
1: And indeed, many people here are relieved because this was an ordeal that took 18 hours, an 18-hour hostage situation, which began on Saturday night, in Hamburg, so in northern Germany at the airport there, and police spent 18 hours negotiating with this man, which was armed, who broke uh, into the secure area of the airport in Hamburg with his child inside. Apparently, uh, it was all related to a custody dispute related to the child, and it took police 18 hours to actually um, make everything clear to get the child out of any danger. The child is indeed now out of any danger and also to arrest the man. And all this as Hamburg airport was obviously closed. All the terminal buildings were evacuated by police. There were hundreds of flights that were affected and thousands of passengers that had to reschedule their flights. Only on Sunday, Hamburg airport had around 286 flights scheduled with about 34,000 passengers so you can imagine that this was a very serious situation. Police had actually said that the main priority was the safety of the child in the car and that's why it also took so long because there was a lot of discussion as to whether the man only had a weapon or also other types of explosives in the vehicle with him as well. And so how was
0: it resolved just patient negotiation Thomas?
1: Patient negotiation, that's absolutely right. The police in Hamburg published frequent updates, basically explaining that they were in touch with the man that they were discussing with the man. Apparently, they were talking to him in Turkish. Um, The man intended to go to Turkey with his uh, child and they discussed with him time and time again until it, it was possible for the man to leave the car with the child. And when that happened... Then police arrested him and also made sure that the child was safe.
0: Good to hear, as we said. Now, uh, what is happening with racist actions and behaviours in Europe uh, and against whom at the moment?
1: Well, it's a very serious issue. There was a new report that was published uh, by a European Union agency only a few days ago, which basically revealed that black people in the European Union are experiencing higher levels of racism, of harassment and discrimination than previous polls revealed. And actually one of the countries that's most affected by that is actually Germany. So anti-black racism was the highest in Germany. This study uh, that was published, as I say, by one of the EU agencies, the EU Agency for Fundamental Rights, actually looked at the situation in 13 countries in the EU. So not all countries in the EU. But what it did find was that around a third of people who took part in these polls had felt racially discriminated against in the past year. And that was a considerable rise uh, compared to previous surveys. And as you can imagine, the situation here in Germany or the results that were presented by this poll... Had a big impact here in in Germany because Germany is the country that was most affected. That where, where people actually said that they had felt more most uh, racism here uh, in Austria and Germany. Actually, closer to two thirds of people who took part in the in the poll reported experiences racial discrimination. So this has led to also a debate here in the country as to why this is the case. So why is Germany particularly affected, and what exactly the country should do in the coming years to deal with the situation.
0: Well, how has the report been received in the first instance?
1: Well, we shock. It's obviously not the first report that has been heard here in Germany or had been published here in Germany about the country's black population and also about racism. But the fact that it comes from an EU report, the fact that it's comparative to other countries, has obviously meant that it has been received with a, a lot of interest and a lot of concern. When you look at the causes as to why Germany might be more affected than other countries. Experts say that it has to do with the fact that maybe cases in the past were not dealt with appropriately, that there was not enough prevention, not enough work to also make people aware of the dangers of racism and discrimination against Black people. And it's specifically there where the report also says that countries should act more in not only giving specific entities more funds to deal with the issue, but also making sure that the general population is more aware of the dangers and especially something here in Germany that is certainly the case.
0: Why Germany particularly affected?
1: Germany is particularly affected according to several experts and actually reports that were published in recent years here in the country because it didn't make the most of the possibility in the past to deal with these issues, to uh, take care of them appropriately, to deal with them in an appropriate uh, way. That's something that, by the way, even government officials have recognised, that in the past Germany didn't deal with racist cases against black people appropriately. So the fact that it didn't happen in the past, the fact that people maybe didn't recognise this as one of the most important problems in the country meant that also the political response coming from authorities was not appropriate in the past. The German government has intended to, to change the situation, but it's also not something that they can change from one day to another. Even officials here in the country acknowledge that this is something that's going to take quite some time.
0: Germany has made an apology. And what was the setting for this, the history for it, please?
1: And it's absolutely a very important apology because the German president, the German president is actually the German head of state, so it's not the chancellor, but the president, who is Mr. Steinmeier, was visiting Tanzania and when he visited Tanzania he apologized for the crimes that were committed by German colonial forces in Tanzania in the past. You may know that Germany's colonial power ruled Tanzania, it was actually called Tanganyika back then from the 1880s until 1918 and uh, German colonial forces actually very violently violently put down a rebellion uh, between 1905 and 1907. And it's precisely the, the way in which the German army quelled that rebellion that led to a lot of people dying during those years. And that's the reason why the German government, and in particular the German state, uh, German President Steinmeier, apologized for that and said that the country would open negotiations with Tanzania, to discuss that colonial rule and what actually can be done between both countries to improve relations now, obviously in the present. And by the way, this comes at a time when Germany and other European countries have increased focus in in Africa. The German Chancellor was at the same time in other African uh, countries. German ministers were also traveling to Africa in recent days. And this all has to do with very important issues here in Europe, migration in particular, but also something which we've discussed here in the program before the issue of of energy and energy transition, because Germany is looking at African countries to also maybe provide some of the energy that Germany lost as a result of the war in Ukraine and its lost relationship with Russia.
0: How big of a story is it in Germany?
1: It is a very big story because Germany's colonial past has been discussed a lot in recent years. It was not the case in previous decades. But it has, it has generated a, a big debate as to how Germany uh, dealt with African regions and African countries in the past and uh, why it was so violent and why that colonial legacy is is actually so tarnished. And the fact that Germany now apologised is seen as, a, as an important sign. By the way, Germany did not only apologise to Tanzania in previous years, it also apologised to Namibia, where another uh, former German colony. So this is certainly something that Has been going on for quite some time that is followed very closely here in the country by the way not only here in the country but in other european countries as well that obviously have uh, uh, an equally bad colonial legacy or, or in some cases an even worse colonial legacy so the way in which european countries are now dealing with those dark colonial legacies in african countries is something that is followed with a lot of interest in africa and also here in europe
0: And it comes, as you've alluded to, at a time when several German politicians are heading to Africa.
1: What is the purpose of their trips? Political and economic relations. You may know that there's a lot of uh, migration issues here in the country. In fact, tomorrow, on Monday, the German government will be discussing new measures to deal with uh, migration. There's a big migration influx in the country. Uh, Some African countries are actually countries of origin for migrants coming to, uh, to Europe. And one of the reasons why... Uh, German officials, including the German Chancellor, have gone to African countries to try and find uh, ways in which they could work together with those African countries to, on the one hand, prevent people from leaving in the first place, and other, and on the second hand, to make sure that those who are not entitled to stay in the country can then return to their countries of origin. So migration, one important aspect. A second aspect, energy transition, as I mentioned earlier, the fact that Germany sees in several African countries the possibility of having important partners when it comes to developing that energy transition. And a third element, which I also think is particularly important, is getting allies in a political sense when it comes to some of the big developments internationally. Germany is very much aware that, for example, in the war in Ukraine, certain African countries do not see eye to eye with Germany and with the EU in this particular case. So they're actually interested in discussing this and making sure that maybe some of the African countries do see eye to eye with Europe when it comes to to the way Uh, in which the war in Ukraine has been dealt. Thomas, thank you.